um, and just keep praying for insight and wisdom. Um, we'll pray for them specifically to find their identity in God, to know his um, love for them as individuals. Um, and then just praying for yourself as you think, oh, I'm an unconditionally loved child of God. And God, how can I show your love? What's the right words, actions for me, for this person I love who is finding it hard to find their way in the world? Um, so just to keep um, crying out to God, because he does have the solutions, he knows. And, um, and we're all just finding our way, aren't we? Doing the best we can um, to know that for ourselves and then to, to demonstrate it to others. And I, I think we, we would want to say, um, if there's anybody who, who can identify with that, that we, we'd want to say you need to release yourself from any sense of failure. Um, God had two children in the garden and that didn't work out very well, did it? That's what people often say. Um, and I, I think, you know, we, we know that it is something, the role of parents is something about pointing people to the perfect parent. Um, but the best of us can, can only do that poorly. Uh, ultimately, people need to, to, know, to know the love of God for themselves, and they need to come um, to that place. And, and uh, God, the perfect parent, then then is able to step in and um, give people what the, ultimately what it is that they're searching for. So I, I would pray really for the revelation of God's love for them and of their identity, as Becky was saying. Um, and our role as best we can is to model that uh, to those that are in our care. Yeah, and it's just for young people out there, the world is so confusing, so many messages. Um, and it reminds me of that picture I'd had of the person sort of scrabbling, digging for something they didn't even know for what for some sense of meaning or purpose or something. And that's what a lot of people are like out there. Um, they don't know what their meaning is, their purpose is, and they're just trying to get through life and make some sense of it. And so all we can do, again, is model God's love and um, pray that they would meet it for themselves. So what we're going to do for a little bit of time is um, we're going to um, create a sort of prophetic environment where we, we can speak the, the truths of our identity, the fact that we are known, that we are loved, how God sees us specifically, um, we can speak that over each other. And um, uh, sometimes we do this as a little exercise of just to encourage people that they, they can actually prophesy. You all hear from God. You, every single one of you hears from God. Um, often, we don't think we do because we haven't learned how to recognize His voice. And so what often stops us from speaking over each other is the fact that we're worried about getting it wrong. That's, that's true, isn't it? You know, I'm not really sure, so I'm not going to say anything like that. So I, I've kind of evolved a little prophetic exercise that um, has worked incredibly well. And um, in this particular context, it can be really, really helpful, not just for encouragers that we can do it, but actually for us knowing that God has spoken to us in a specific way so that we know that we are unconditionally loved children of God, and that he actually knows us, and he celebrates our uniqueness as well as our general identity as being his sons and daughters. And um, the thing that we need to get over is, is the, the fact that we think, well, if I get it wrong, I might hurt someone. That is probably what stops you, isn't it, from speaking things out sometime. What, you know, can I say this? I don't know if I'm going to be right or not. So, um, 
I suspect many of you here will be very confident with, with the idea of the prophetic. Is that, that right? The people that come to this sort of conference, you've probably heard quite a bit. You believe that God speaks, yeah? Yep, good, okay. Um, we, we know he does. The, the Old Testament says that God is a God who speaks and does nothing without revealing himself to the prophets. Um, but the Old Testament looks forward to a time when all of God's people will be prophets. Numbers chapter 11, that's what Moses longs for. The, um, the signature sign of the gift of the Holy Spirit is on that day I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, as we'll be hearing in church tomorrow up and down the country, I'm sure. And what will happen? The spirit will be poured out on all flesh, men and women, young and old, male and female. They will prophesy. That's the cardinal sign. The thing that shows that the Spirit is here is that we can speak prophetically. We can hear from God and we can speak it over each other. Like I was saying last night in the little teaching that stuck on the end about Bartimaeus, um, sometimes you need somebody to speak it over you because you can't quite hear what the Lord is saying. And that's one of the ministries that we have as a church. We can build each other up in these truths. So what we're going to do is just a little exercise where we can actually... Um, speak good things over each other. Now, in um, 1 Corinthians 14, it says that um, prophecy is given to strengthen, to encourage, and to comfort. So what we're going to do today is we're going to make that the only test of what you might give to somebody else. In other words, whatever we're going to, to say we're going to say, okay, is this something that would actually be a blessing to the other person? Is this something that potentially could strengthen them, encourage them, or comfort them? Um, we, we, that means we're not going to be directive, not going to give anything about, you know, what's going to happen in the future, where they're going to go, or what they're going to do. Um, we're not going to issue rebukes. We're not going to read anybody's, you know, secret sins out. So if you know mine, please tell me later. Um, I probably know them quite well. We're just literally going to give things that could be a blessing, but I'm going to release you from the burden of thinking, I actually have to get this right. Because uh, the idea is that if somebody says, yeah, I really think God thinks you're a beautiful singer, and you know you sing like a hippo with a sore throat, then, um, then you're going to go, well, that was wrong, but thank you anyway. It's not going to damage you. Do you see what I mean? So what we're going to do is we're going to give you the opportunity to be a blessing for somebody else, and then we're going to flip it around, they're going to be a blessing to you. Now, it sounds terrifying, but it's actually really simple. So I, I'm going to suggest all sorts of different ways in which God might speak. And um, I'm going to let you just store up whatever comes to your mind. And then you're going to pour out over the other person whatever came to your mind. And um, believe me, you'll all, have, you'll all have a few things. But you're not, you're not really going to test it beyond, could this potentially be a blessing to someone? Right? And I'll talk you through it. It's really simple. I've done it in loads of places. And um, what we find afterwards is like 100% of people hear God in some way. Right? But you're, you're, not, you're not having to say everything was absolutely right. Okay? When you get free from the fear of failure, it's amazing how often you actually end up getting used by God. So we're going to give that a little go. Does that sound okay? I'll talk you through it. It won't be completely terrifying. Now, can I make a little, little suggestion? It's so much easier if you don't know the person that you're doing it for. So my suggestion would be 
Um, would you like to stand up if you're able? And um, why don't you just completely scramble yourself up and wander over to another part of the room and find a new friend? Okay, so just go, just go and find somebody who looks non-threatening. <laughs> Move around and... I mean, if you, if you really, really want to be completely safe with somebody who knows you well, that's fine. But the problem is you'll probably be going to think when they say a nice thing to you, that's because they're your friend. And what we'd love is for them to be a mouthpiece for the living God. Right? Who, who okay, so is there, okay. is there anybody who's not got somebody with them? Is there, is there, sometimes we have odd numbers. and so Perfect. The Lord has organized even numbers for us today. That's absolutely fine. Um, feel free to stand up, sit down, whatever feels oh, comfortable for you. Oh, a guy on the screen back here. That's all right. Be Becky's going to be Becky's going to be heavily prophesying for you in a moment. It's going to be fine. So, okay. So, so what we'd like to do is just get to know each other first. Just sort of say hi. This is my my name. Just get to know each other. Exchange names. What's your name? Turn my mic off. Yeah. Oh. Okay, that shouldn't have taken too long. Yeah, now, next bit, and this is, really, this is really important, this next bit. Okay, so as, as we go through this, I just want to say, I know some of you are professionals. All right? Some of you are really, really good at this, and you're going like, to jump into it, and you go, oh, I know how to do this. And you you're just, doing it already. Yeah, right. slow down. No unlicensed prophecy, please. Um, but do it my way for the sake of us all being able to move together at the, at the same speed, okay? So the first thing I'd like you to do is work out who's going to be number one and who's going to be number two. So that shouldn't take too long to sort out. But give you 10 seconds to decide who's going to be number one. All right, I'll come do it with you, Nick. Okay, good. Have we worked that out? Okay, um, very, very good of you, number ones. You probably volunteered to be number one. Um, the good news for you, number one, is that you're, not, you're about to be incredibly encouraged by number two. So, so this is how we're going to do it. So number one, what I'd like you to do for the next few minutes is very simply close your eyes and, and you're going to be encouraged in the moment by your number two. Okay? So you don't have to do anything. I'm going to pray that the Spirit would come and then I'm going to help the number twos by suggesting all sorts of ways that the Spirit might speak. I'm going to help the number two is just store up loads and loads of things that potentially might, might have come from God, might have come from our imaginations. But to be honest, how else is God going to speak except through our imaginations? And, that, and I'm going to say to you, don't, don't, don't test it, don't filter it. We'll do all that a little bit later. And then after a few minutes of running through some different ways that were provoking you to think about what God might be saying, then I'm going to say, okay, now's the time. Number one, open your eyes. Number two, pour out encouragement all over them. Um, and then we'll just have a little bit of feedback, see whether there was anything in that that we go, oh, that was definitely from God. And then we'll pray it in. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. So, so number one, your job, close your eyes. Really simple, just close your eyes. Okay? And I pray, Lord, um, I just pray that your spirit would come. And Lord Jesus, we want to thank you for our brothers and sisters and we're going to make them the focus of these next few minutes. And Lord, we long for them to be blessed. We long for them to be strengthened, encouraged, and comforted. We pray that your Holy Spirit 
would bring the prophetic word to us and through us. We pray, Lord, that you would build them up in their identity, that they would know themselves to be known and loved, and they would learn how to rely on the love that you have for them. So help us to tap in to the love that you have for them. Okay, so number one is just keep your eyes closed. And number two, my, my suggestion is that you don't just love them in the abstract, but you look at them. This is a person whom God loves deeply. So look at that person that you're going to encourage and just make yourself available. Lord, I'd, I'd like to be a channel of blessing to this person. I'd like to be able to say something that comes from my heart and actually we discover it's from your heart. Spirit of God, bring the right words and thoughts to our minds. Now all you need to do, number two, is just store them up for now. Okay. And this is all about learning not to reject what comes across our mind, but to say maybe that's God speaking there. So number two, look at your number one. How does God feel about this person? When he looks at them, how does he see them? If he was to give them, you know, a new name like the Bible often says, what would that name be? A name that expresses who they are in Christ. Now, if you're with someone that you don't know very well, this might be really powerful, but ask God, what are their gifts? Who are they as a gift to the body of Christ? And because the Spirit speaks in all sorts of different ways, let's ask ourselves first, Lord, is there a, is there a scripture that comes to mind for this person? Maybe a Bible promise they need to be reminded of. Might be that actually it's not from, from Scripture, but maybe the words of a song. Is there a lyric or a melody that comes to your mind? You know, my encouragement, keep your eyes upon this person because it's out of compassion that God speaks. Lord, is there a picture, an image that would be meaningful for them? As Becky said, she, she's not very pictorial in her imagination. I'm even less. But all of us have that thing we call our mind's eye, where in our mind's eye we can see something. That's where God speaks, what pictures. And these things are often, they, they're... Barry Kissel used to say the prophetic comes like the touch of a butterfly's wings. It's very gentle, but you learn to notice it, to recognize it. So even if an image is just fleeting, that might be something from God. Let's try a different tack of being open to what God might say. Is there a Bible character that comes to mind? Maybe if, if there is, to say to the Lord, what, it, what is it about that? that character, maybe they represent a quality 
or part of that story, what from that would strengthen, encourage, bless this person? And perhaps finally, Lord, what, is this per- what does this person most need to hear from you at this moment? What's the word they need to hear that would strengthen or encourage or comfort them? Just give you a couple of minutes. Okay, good. Great, number one is you can open your eyes. Okay, so what's going to happen now is your number two is going to encourage you. It's going to be so encouraging, this. Um, And basically, number two, in all of that time, the only filter I'm suggesting you use at this moment, and I'm not saying everything you're going to say is prophetic. The whole point of this is that within what you're going to say, there's there's far more prophetic than you realize. That's the point of it. Um, But if this this is something that, that is nice, that has the character of grace about it, that potentially could be a strengthening, an encouragement, a comfort, might well be prophetic. God speaks to us far more than we realize. And we are constantly dismissing. He speaks and we go, oh, that's just me. That's just my thought. Okay, so number two, just pour out your love and encouragement on, on number one. And um, I'll tell you when to stop. Okay, Go. Now, my particular encouragement would be, if you're not sure about something, say, this could just be me, I might be wrong, but go for those as well. You'll often find that those are some of the more powerful ones. I'm just going to give you another couple of minutes to do that. And if you've already finished, start giving some feedback. That's fine. So those of you who are number one, start saying, this makes some sense to me, I'm not sure about that one, that's meaningful. Just start giving a little bit of feedback. Just give you a minute for that uh, that feedback. Okay, let's come into land. Okay, and uh, would you like to look this way again for a moment? So, well done. You all seem to. Uh, there was obviously a lot of stuff going on, a lot of talking. That's good. So, um, number ones. Within all that encouragement that was poured over you, how many of you would say, you know, I'm pretty confident that within that, there was some stuff that was definitely from God or probably from God? So by show of hands, okay, it's like 100% of everybody, right? Okay, so that's the thing. We know we can do this. And if you're on the receiving end of it, it's so meaningful, isn't it? Now, I believe that um, the enemy is always trying to undermine us and take us away of our, uh, from our true identity. So he wants to... Um, warp the image of of God for us and he wants to warp our understanding of who we are in Christ and so it's really important that we learn how to receive the encouragement as well as we learn how to give the encouragement as well and when Jesus talks about um, the sower sowing seed um, you remember that the enemy comes and he snatches seeds so we've learned that a really helpful thing to do is to, is to pray in the prophetic words that are given so that they be implanted into the lives of the people that we give them to. Because otherwise what happens is sometimes you get all these words, you're encouraged in the moment, and then you go out and you, you like you've lost them because the enemy loves to snatch truth before it gets embedded into lives. So we're just going to do that now. So um, very shortly, very quickly, number one, close your eyes again. 
Number two, if you'd like to lay a hand on their shoulder, um, I'm just going to encourage you in your own words to pray your greatest hits over them, okay? So, you know, what, what, as you were talking, the things that really seemed to go in. So, so and you just, all you do is you simply pray it in like this. So, Spirit of God, we thank you that you see her uh, with eyes of incredible love. Thank you, Lord, that she is a delight to your hearts. Thank you for the image that you gave us of uh, a beautiful flower that was pushing up beyond the weeds and seeking the sun. Thank you that she is anointed as a teacher. And we thank you, Lord, that um, your promise is that even though life may be hectic, that she will lie down and dwell in pasture. You know, whatever God gives you, just pray that in now. Okay? And use your own words. Speak out loud if you can. That's lovely. So she can hear it. He can hear it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So in the name of Jesus, we forbid the enemy from snatching any seeds of encouragement, any seeds of truth, and Holy Spirit, we pray that you would take the words that come from the Father, you would implant them deeply in the lives of your sons and daughters, and you would watch over them until they bring forth the full fruit that you long for them to have. So, Lord, let this encouragement go deeply into their hearts, minds, and souls, that they would know themselves to be loved, to be known, that you have a plan for them. Your eyes are upon them. So, Spirit of God, just take those words and plant them into the lives of our brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Great. Okay, now you know what we're going to do, don't you? Excellent. Are we going to change roles? I've lost count of who's what. Um, my, my thinking is it's number two to close their eyes. Is that right? Yes, lovely. So, number twos, it's very simple. Your task is just to be the object of God's love for a few minutes. Okay? Number one, again, I just find it so helpful if we can learn. You know, I know sometimes we've been trained to listen to God um, by closing our eyes and cutting out all distractions, and that's okay. But let's not forget that this is a person that we're trying to encourage, somebody who is deeply loved. So I do encourage you just to, to look at them, to learn um, how to hear God for people that you're looking at. And Spirit of God, we ask you to come again we thank you for these people, these beloved sons and daughters. We thank you that the person that I'm looking at right now is loved by you with an incredible love that you sent Jesus for them. And uh, we offer ourselves, Lord, to be channels of strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. We pray for the word of grace. We pray for the word that would sustain the weary, that would heal the the sick, that would raise the fallen. Pray for the word that would give strength to the one who just needs to keep going. Pray for the word that lets them know that they're known and reveals to them that they're truly loved. So again, your, your role, number one, is just, just to let the Spirit speak to you. Store it up. You don't need to pour it out yet. We'll do that in a minute. So look at the person that you're with. What you want to say to them, uh, well, in your head is, Lord, how do you see this person? What is the, it, it that excites you about this person, Lord, that you rejoice over, that you delight in? Don't test it, just store it.
Who are they in the body of Christ? They're a gift to us, but in what way, Lord? What gifts and skills do they bring? In the Bible, God often gives people a meaningful name that, that speaks to how he sees them and the character that they have. So if God was going to give this person a name, is there something that comes to your mind? Is there a scripture, a promise perhaps, that comes to you? Maybe they just need to be reminded of that again. Are there words of a song? You know, a lot of us learn our theology from what we sing nowadays. And sometimes there'll be, there'll be often I find that, you know, words of a song come to my mind. Maybe ask God to give you a Bible character. And then if God brings somebody to your mind and say, look, look what, it is, what is it about that person's story that might be significant for, for this person to be encouraged by? Lord, is there an image or a picture that you want to bring to our minds which would strengthen, encourage, or comfort this person? Remember that that pictorial place is our imagination, our mind's eye. Just let the Lord take your mind down any, any pathway. Lord, what is it that you most want to say to this person? What do they most need to hear at this moment? What would strengthen, encourage, what would comfort? Okay, looks like you're coming into land. That's great. So, um, number whatever you are, two, uh, you get to open it. you're going to be encouraged so much by this. So, number one, remember the only test is could this be a blessing? Not saying definitively, I know this is from the Lord. Um, and you're always at liberty to say, I could be wrong, but I thought this. Okay, so go. Pour out your encouragement on your number two. Now, if you haven't already done so, you might like to move over to sort of giving some feedback. So um, number, number two, so give some feedback and tell them. There may be things that are far more meaningful to you than they realized when they gave them to you. That's the norm, isn't it? Um, they give it in fear and trepidation, and then you go, that makes total sense. That really speaks to me because. And it's so encouraging to hear that. Yeah, great. So let's give you a little bit of feedback for a couple of minutes and then we'll pray it in as we did before. Okay, we're all okay, great. Look back this way then. Um, so number two, so out of all that lovely encouragement that was poured on you, um, how many of you say that within that you recognize some of that was genuinely prophetic it was from the Lord so now isn't that great so when, when you put all that together basically I think every single one of you has given prophetic encouragement and received prophetic encouragement wouldn't it be amazing if that became the culture of the churches we were in where 
whether the the truth that God is speaking about the identity of the people that we're around is being spoken over them and over us, just moment by moment, day by day. And I would just encourage you to be be a lot bolder. And, and you know, there are loads of things that we we can loads of things that we can just step out in with total confidence. Um, Alan Scott taught me a little trick once. He he prophesied over me once, and he he picked me out from the crowd, and he said. Paul, I just think the hand of God is on you in a unique way and a time of favor is coming in your life. And then he went on to some other stuff, um, which I thought was fantastic. I was so blessed by that until I heard him speak a couple of months later where he said, if I don't know what to prophesy, I always start with, (laughs) the hand of God is on you in a unique way and a time of favor is coming upon your life. He said, because it's always true. And I think, yeah, we we can prophesy scripture over each other, can't we? You know, we, we know the sorts of good things that the Father would be saying. And as we do that, we build each other up. But then often, that, as we start going, the Lord will just add to that. Sometimes the most prophetic thing is the right scripture at the right time. Even the right scripture at the wrong time is still a blessing. But so much more, once we get going, the Spirit can use that. So let's pray those things into our number twos. Um, We don't like the enemy snatching seeds because we need that encouragement. We need the affirmation of who we are in Christ. So let's do that. So Father, we thank you for these people. We love them. We honor them. Uh, We just want to pray now the scripture into them. We want to pray the prophetic word into them, forbidding the enemy from snatching it. So you just do that in your own words now. Pray your greatest hits over them. Thank you, Lord, that this is who they are. Thank you that this is what you said. Thank you for the meaning of that picture. So just begin to sort of draw that to a close. Thank you, Lord, that they are your children. Thank you, Lord, that they are known and deeply loved. Thank you that they are unconditionally loved. And we pray that the, the words, the prophecies, the images that we've shared, the scripture that we've shared, and pray that your Holy Spirit would take them now, plant them deeply, watch over them until they be fulfilled and bring forth the fruit that you long for in their lives. And we forbid the enemy in the name of Jesus from snatching any good seed. Amen. Amen. That was encouraging, wasn't it? Yeah, okay, so we can do that. All right, just tell your vicar. Tell your pastor when you go back. It was a great idea from this lunatic we heard. Um, well, even in a gathering this size, let's say, um, in a church, you probably can find people you don't know as well. You can definitely do it with people you do know. The, it's just harder because you, you get confused by what you know. Um, and um, it, it runs the danger of becoming just mutually affirming rather than genuinely prophetic you know oh you're such a wonderful person but that's what I really feel Um, but you definitely can do it I did it with um, our small group leaders not so long ago and um, maybe our church doesn't know each other very well but but it was very powerful yeah very powerful so I think it is a good idea and actually even if people know each other they don't know each other very well and they probably will not have prayed with each other before and something like this really brings people together as well. I, I, you know, one of the gifts, um, 1 Corinthians 14 starts that we are to eagerly desire spiritual gifts, especially that we might prophesy. And because that comes off the back of the whole chapter about love, and we're told to seek the greater things, 
I think that actually one of the most loving things we can do is, is press into the spiritual gifts. If you really want to love people, you want to love them with words that are beyond your own. You want to see them touched with power that's beyond your own ability to touch. And that's one of the primary motivations for moving in, in the spiritual gifts is that we want people to experience more than we can offer. Um, so it is a great way of building up the body of Christ. Spiritual gifts done well builds the body like nothing else. So, yeah, I, I commend it to you to have a, have a go. You could probably do it in a house group setting, but obviously the bigger the setting where the fewer people you know, the better. So any final bids? Great. Well, I, I just want to say the hand of God is on you in a unique way. In a time of, time of favor, it is coming upon you. It is starting with dinner. So, bless you. Okay, what time do we come back, Tim? Tim? Oh, I have no idea. Tim? Oh, wrong person to look at there. Seven? Half six for seven. Sounds amazing. See you later.